life is meant to be lived. And on this show, I'm going to tell you crazy stories of my life. I'm your boy, Mush King. You already know, I got a story to tell. Hey, 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 what it is? It's your boy, Mush King, and you're now tuned into an all-new episode of A Story to Tell, the show where I like to tell crazy stories of my life, crazy stories of the internet, and just everything in between what I'm listening to, what I'm watching, and all that good stuff. And as you know, you can only find this show right here on the CWF Network, where we bring you the big content in the small list of the pieces. That's 30 minutes or less, just in case you didn't know. But welcome back to the show. Each and every Wednesday, you can catch me here, where I just tell you tales of my life and all the crazy stuff that I go through and experience. And, you know, if you've been listening to this show the past couple of weeks, I've been telling you I've been out in these streets again, you know, just trying to get equated, reacquainted with life again. You know, the pandemic really messed us up, and I'm going to get into that in a second. But um, last week I told you about how I walked my dog at 4 a.m. So if you didn't go listen to that episode, stop this right now. Go back. Listen to Don't Walk Your Dog at 4 a.m., preferably on YouTube. Go subscribe. And uh, today we just got another great episode of me just catching you up with everything that goes on today. I'll also give you a little bit of update about a little bit of music things and also what I'm watching. So stick stick around if you're into that kind of vibe and, you know, we're just going to get into the catch up really quickly. Now, I just described to you how I've been having these Balcony Chronicles lately. I've had another one, people. So I'm over here chilling with the dog on the balcony, sitting there minding my black ass business. And I kind of see a guy down the street kind of like coming my way. But it just looked like I saw him waving, but it looked like he was waving at somebody else. So I didn't really pay no attention. So I look back down at my phone. Next thing you know, like I see the dog like get up because anytime like someone's coming up the stairs, like he'll go over there. And I'm like, well, who the hell is over there? He walked up was like, bro, can I use your bathroom? Now, y'all, I'm looking at this man like, huh? Like, first of all, who goes up to a random person, asks them to use their bathroom? And so I was like, bro, no, you can't use my bathroom. He was like, bro, please, I'm on the edge. I don't even know what that means, but you especially telling me that you're on the edge as a stranger about to ask to use my bathroom? Like, that that's crazy. How do I know you're not like a mass like a mass gunman who just asks to use bathrooms and then you come out with an assembled ghost gun or assembled machete and then now you're over here trying to kill me? All because I wanted to be a nice person. And see, and this is what I'm saying, like that balcony, I don't know. I don't know, man. I need to get some sage out there, get some more sage or something. But I hope you guys are, are being safe out there. Now, like, listen, there has been a lot of things in the news lately. First of all, I just want to take a moment of silence for the guys in um, Chicago who died outside of Jeffrey's Pub um, in Chicago via the hit and run accident. That video was crazy. And if it surfaced um, along your line, then you know what I'm talking about. So let's just do a little moment of silence. That's just scary, man. Like that could have been any of us. Any of us standing outside on the street after a club, like I've been in that situation multiple times and, you know, they were fighting in the street. I mean, granted, yes, you see fights after the club all the time, but you know, you just get into a fight and you think you're going to make it back home from that. But to be in a fight and then a car comes out of nowhere doing almost a hundred miles per hour, like it looked like a magic trick when you just watched the video because you saw people there, the car came flying by and then it was just nobody there just knocked them down like bowling pins so i hope they find the person who did that because yeah you need to be 
Maybe they need to bring lashings back. Do you think they should bring lashings back? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, the black side of me, you know, the slavery s part would be like, nah, bro. Because, you know, of course they would find a way that we would get more lashings. But for some of these crimes that some of these people are doing, and it's so crazy. And the part that I'm so mad about with that whole thing, with that hit and run in Chicago is... There was no real news coverage of it. Like it was, you know, the video was going around on the internet. You know, we just had several crashes like the Anne Hayes crash. And then we had um, the LA, you know, um, crash with the nurse who crashed into that group of people and killed those six people. I mean, it's just been a variety of accidents happening like that. And there was no coverage about four, you know, four men who were hit in the manner that they were hit. Like you would think that would be national news, but I guess not. So I just want to do my part and shout them out because, you know, it should be done. But it also brings me to a point of gun violence. Now, let's talk about this. Now, the other day I was sitting around with my friends and we were having the topic of guns. Now, they have some of them are from Atlanta and, you know, born and raised. Some of them have lived in Atlanta for a long time. And we've just been having the conversation of like, you know, me and Derek getting a gun and all this stuff and I've just been back and forth on the whole thing. Now, I understand why when we get a gun for protection and all of that, and it's like, I get that part of it. The part that doesn't really sit right with me is one, I didn't grow up with guns. I don't really, I mean, super soakers at that, but even at a certain age, my mom was like, nah, you're not playing with no guns. Like, you know, it was kind of just a thing that was in my head. And then, you know, living in New York, I, I didn't see guns because guns are not legal there. Then when I left and moved to Pennsylvania, like I saw guns, but like I, I said in a previous episode, like I only seen hunting guns and those guns were just used to hunt deer and bears and shit like that. So I never really saw them, you know, the reason as to why people just carry them. But it wasn't until I moved to North Carolina um, in 2019 where I just started seeing like guns on the hip at 7-Eleven, guns on the hip at Walmart, guns on the hip at the supermarket. Like it's like, damn, like. Where the hell are y'all going at 9 a.m. with a gun? And, you know, it just brings me to the point of, like, being... I don't ever want to be in a situation where I have to use the gun. Like, that's the thing. I can, I can get the gun. That's fine. I can get the gun, hide it in the house, like, you know. But one, I don't know how to shoot it, so I'm going to have to go to training. I don't know the difference in guns, like, the names of them, the different types, like don't know any of that and i just feel like you know for situations like that that would be just irresponsible to you know get a gun and just even if i took a couple lessons i don't even know if that would really prepare me to be like having to use it if i need to like you know what if i'm at the gas station and i have it in the car am i really gonna bring it out like if some shit go down I just feel like if you, you know, you have that type of energy around you, you just invite that type of energy. But I don't know. So I'm just sitting here like just being like, bro, do I really want a gun? Because I don't know, man. I don't know if I want a gun. I don't know if I want a gun, but I got to figure something out. Like this year is flying by, y'all. It is almost September out here. Like it's August 17th already. And um, the year is flying by. Like, have you made your little end of the year goals? Like, I, I know some people start to do that now. Like, some people start, like, you know, once fall hits and stuff like that. And we are real close. Fall, you know, they about to bring out that pumpkin spice, Lord. You know, them, them, them folks love that over there at Starbucks. How many of y'all are Starbucks fans? Like, I just can't get jiggy with it. I don't know how y'all be in there. Maybe it's because, like, when I first started this network and when I had, like, my clothing line and I would have to get out the house to go do work, I would go sit in Starbucks 
for hours like and that was my life for years and so i hate that smell the coffee's nasty and i'm a coffee lover um and yeah i just don't understand why y'all pay like fucking six dollars for them little pieces of pound cake like that lemon pound cake is good i'm gonna lie though but that's when i'm desperate and like dying to get something to eat but let me know what y'all think about the gun thing like do you have a gun how long have you had your gun? Did you grow up with guns? Like, let me know. You know, you slide on over to the YouTube. Comment, comment, comment. You know, that's important. I'm trying to I'm trying to get on my media shit. I hope y'all can hear it. Like, I'm trying to get up. Like, if you, one of these places is going to hire me. One of these radio stations or something. But before I get into the purple little bag, um, I also had that conversation the other day about doing radio here in Atlanta. But <clears throat> here's my thing. You know, I do my business show on ESPN Radio. Like, I'm good with that. And But I would love it to be transferred to Atlanta. Like, a lot of times when I'm talking about, like, radio, like, it's kind of hard with, you know, I'm getting people. And they're like, oh, where does it air? And I'm like, oh, it airs in Virginia. But I'm getting people who are in, like, California or Atlanta or something like that. So I want to move it to Atlanta and do, like, a station out here. But I also thought about doing traditional radio where I go, like, work for a station. Like, you know, one of the black stations out here. But then I thought about it like the original idea and dream that I had to be on radio like back in the day when personalities were actually personalities like now they're just script readers. They're script readers just playing the same six songs and reading the ads. I don't know if I want to do that. Like I don't know if I want to do that. But you know I also think about the connections that could come with that. Like if I did go that route. So it's just a thing like you know you got to really sit here and think about like what's the strategic move to do when you're you know when you got an idea to your head. If you can name that movie, we friends forever. All right, let's slide on into the purple bag and get into what oh I'm listening to. Oh my god, the music just turns me on. Now, we are in the purple bag, the place where I like to tell you what I'm listening to right now. Um, as you know, you can subscribe to my playlist on Spotify. It is the Life and Times of Mush King playlist, um, and that is just a playlist that I've been adding over the years. I think I started it back in like 2013, 12, maybe, 11, 10. I'm not really sure, but over times and throughout the different things that's been happening in my life, the different stages, the different emotions that I've had, I've been adding songs to this. So it's just like a variety list of that and just songs that I really fuck with at the time. So whenever I hear this playlist and I put it on shuffle, it's a mood. Like it's all, I mean, you're going to get everything from Tina Turner to DMX. Like you, you're going to get everything in there. So go ahead and click the link, Mush and King Life, Mush King Life and Times um, on Spotify. Go ahead and check that out. But speaking of guns, like, you know, in the catch up, I told you all about the guns and how like I just don't know if, you know, guns are something that I want to be a part of. And so as I'm browsing, like, the new music section last week, like, you know, every Saturday, I try to wake up. That's my new thing. I try to wake up and try to just, you know, sample the new songs. And, um, you know, I came across Bobby Smurda came out with his new album and whatnot. And, of course, I had to go listen to it because you want to hear what, you know, what he's doing after the release from prison. I think he spent seven years in prison, you know, for the charge that he had got. And so as I'm listening to it, it's just a whole bunch of Dracos and shooting people and ops and things like that. And it really just brought to my head like, yo, after you do seven years of prison, especially if it's something that you had no issue, you know, you didn't have nothing to do with. You just, you know, held your man down, didn't say nothing, whatever it was. But it's like, sorry, they're, they're cutting the grass outside. Clearly, I've been trying to wait to record, but... 
Anywho, but you would think that you would have other content to rap about. Like you said, you spent seven years in prison. Like you, there's nothing to go to towards that. And I understand like maybe you don't want to talk about that now that you're out. Like that was a part in time you want to forget. Maybe, 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 maybe. But I just feel like there's so many subject matters as to things you could talk about. Like that don't deal with stuff that would land you back in prison. Um, we see that, you know, also... Um, Bobby Smarter potentially has like the, he could go the mace route, like the, the, the fly kind of dancey, kind of quirky, funny rapper thing. Cause I mean, you see Bobby Smarter just dancing over everywhere. Like he can make that rap more fun and take out the whole violence element of it. I don't know. It's just like, you know, I love hood music from time to time. You know, I get in my bag and you know, ESTG and all of that, but you know, that ain't my life. That ain't nothing I can relate to. Like I said, I ain't even seen a gun and they talking about Dracos. Like, I don't, even, I don't even know what the hell a Draco is. I think it got like a little like eye thing, you know, where you squint one eye and look into the, into the thing. I don't know. I'm a 007 kid from, from Super Nintendo. Don't, don't ask me no questions about nobody's gun. But also, Nicki Minaj put out music this past week. What do you guys think? Huh, huh, huh? What do you think? Personally, hmm. Rick James Super Freak is a true classic, so you can't go wrong with that. I mean, like, that alone is automatically going to sell it. I mean, number two is Nicki, so that's automatically going to sell it. But three, can we all just agree that Nicki has just been putting out very subpar music? Like, if we think about the scope of the women in rap right now and, like, what they're doing and all that. I mean, a lot of it sounds the same. Don't get me wrong. Everybody wants to be a baddie and all of this and want to be scantily clad in their music videos and whatnot. But... I mean, you got to give it up for Nikki and what she did and how she invented herself and, you know, the looks and the, the voices and all of that. And sometimes it's just like, yo, can you dig back into that bag and get back into that creative space? Because it's just like, I mean, now the purple, the pink wigs, like, okay, everyone's doing that. Like, the nails, everyone's doing that. The fashion, everyone's doing that. Like, so, like, what can you, like, how can you stand apart? Like, that's why I like people like Dolce. Um, I like Dolce. I think I mentioned that before on this show, but... Also with Dochi, I was listening to her. I think she has like a new album or something like that. Um, I was listening to that. She got to give it up to Azalea Banks. Because a lot of that sound is similar to what Azalea Banks was doing at least 10 years ago. And so, you know, I'm a big, I'm not a fan of her crazy antics. But her music, if you go back and listen to like, I think it's called Aqua, Aqua something. But Azalea Banks, yeah, before she... Uh, you know, started boiling cats on the stove or whatever she'd be doing on the internet. Like, she was actually a dope-ass artist. So I just feel like Nicki could do a little bit more as, as far as, like, skill level. Like, F-R-E-A-K-A-K-A-K. Like, eh. I could, I mean, my little cousin could write that. My little cousin could write that. But that's about all that I'm listening to right now. I don't think that I have anything. Let me check real quick before I get up out of here. Um, this little purple bag where I talk about my music and whatnot. But, yo, there's like a little gnat flying around this damn microphone, and it is getting in the way. But um, real quick, I added uh, Hoochie Daddy by Bobby Smurder. Like, I like that song, you know, a real Luke-inspired. Um, so shout-out to Miami for that. Also, Star featuring Lucky Day on the Megan, uh, Megan Thee Stallion album. What do you guys think about that? I talked about that last week, so, eh, eh, meh, it's, I like the later half of the album, like, the, the ending part of it, like, I think that's the better half, 
those beginning songs, I mean, I feel like we've heard those 17 times around. And then she's going to say that it's her accent. That's the reason why it sounds like she's doing the same voice all the time. Eh, I don't know if I believe that. I don't know if I believe that. But um, And then, like I said, Bitch, I'm Nice from Dochi, And then Psychic from Chris Brown featuring Jack Hollow. So... Like, like I said, go click the link in the bio. Go to Spotify if you got it. Type in Mush King Life ampersand times. You know, ampersand is the and sign for you folks out there who may not know. But um, that's all I have for the purple bag today. Remember, this is the part where I just like to talk my music and I want to hear what you're listening to. So be sure to comment where you can, reshare where you can. And now let's slide on over into what you watching. Hey, yo, Mushy, what you watching? Check it out. All right, folks, Kanan, 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 Kanan is back. And I will say the first episode was a little slow for me. Like, I was talking to a friend, and he was like, oh, well, you know, they got to catch you up. I'm wondering, I have a question for you guys. Are you the person who likes to go back and watch the like the last episode of the last season before the new season starts of a show like are you that person or are you the person who could just watch the little um catch up in the beginning before the credits start and now it can catch you up because i know there's two different types of people sometimes some shows especially like these shows coming out of covid and whatnot a lot of them have been on hiatus for so long like i've been i was watching city on the hill with kevin bacon in it yo i must have been watching that show like 2019 I totally forgot about that show, and then now it's back with season three. Have you ever watched a show like that where you started it and then forgot about it, you came back, and then there's like five seasons? There's a couple shows like that that I've been like that, and then you be sitting there like, I felt like I've seen this already. You start watching it again because you totally forgot that you watched it the first time. Like, There's shows and movies during COVID that I'm just like, I remember that storyline, but I can't remember if I've seen that actually or if that was a dream. Just like COVID, like, it's all a dream. <laughs> it's all a dream. But also, on my TV, I've, um, you know, I have the Pluto app. I'm not sure if you guys have, like, a Roku TV or an Apple TV. But Pluto is an app where you can, like, watch free television shows and whatnot. So I be going on there just because sometimes they have, like, a music video channel. They have, like, a, a old reality um, show channel where you can watch the old reality show clips and whatnot. So I, I normally go on there and watch it. But the other day, I, I caught, like, a Steve Harvey, like, little marathon joint. When I tell you, that show is still funny all these years later, like, Bullethead and Romeo and then the girls that are on that show, like, um, Professor Greer and LaVita Jenkins. And that show was just classic. That's, like, one of my favorite, like, black shows of that time. Um, Steve Harvey's perfectly, like, perfectly crafted head in every episode. Like, that also cracked me up. Are you a person who goes back to watch old TV shows? I'm normally not. Like, you know, y'all Martin lovers, I feel like Martin lovers are like Beyonce, like Beyonce fans. Like, they go hard for their Martin clips. They go hard for when people don't know Martin or don't know lines or characters. I be sitting there like, bro, I, okay, I seen it, but I don't really remember it. And even in the DVD times when people would watch it, like, I would never buy DVDs. What am I buying that DVD over for? What, what am I going to do? Keep watching it over? Like, nah. I think the only movie that I kept watching over and over, like, one of my favorite movies is The Sandlot from when I was a kid. I'll still watch that to this day over and over. But when I lived, when I rented this room in Brooklyn, y'all, when I rented this room, I remember first moving in there, 
And if you go back in the archives, you'll find um, Mush's Mush's Moving Company. I think that's the name of the episode, but that's the episode where I like had to move in the dead of winter with a shopping cart. Long story, but go go check that out if you if you have not heard that. But I um I was living in this room and it didn't have no cable or whatnot. And this is the time when I was like stealing internet from people. And I remember when I moved to this room, like there was no one. This is when people started locking their internet. There was nobody in the neighborhood who had internet. So I had to go, you know, buy one of those prepaid internet cards. Listen, I, these kids today won't won't learn, won't even understand how you had to, you know, you really had to get on the internet. Like you had to get on it. But um, I only had one DVD at that time, and the only DVD that I had was Precious. It was a bootleg of Precious that I had, and somehow it made it through all the moves that I had. But I literally used to put that on morning, noon, and night just to have background noise. And, like, that's why I could quote that whole movie because I've just heard it. Like, you know, you need something to go to sleep. That's when I was like, I need TV to go to sleep. Those were those years. Like, now I'd be like, turn that shit off. I don't want to hear them, them people talking all out in my sleep but um what else oh my goodness y'all the other day at a friend's house and you know he was watching tlc now TL- tlc when we're gonna have the real conversation that they just be exploiting the fuck out of people like it was like commercials for my big fat white wedding like 600 pound life i was watching seeking sister wives now yo that show was wild now one thing is like polygamy fine whatever you want to do that like all that you want to be poly sure fine go ahead and do that but this show seeking sister wives was basically like a couple who were just going places to seek a new sister wife to join the marriage and whatnot like so one couple they they was like this american couple came over i think they went to another country somewhere somewhere spanish-speaking and literally was like trying to rope this girl in to sign this paperwork to become their sister wife and like the mom's all like i don't want her to go and she like they're literally translating for her the things that the american couple is saying to them and like i'm sitting there like this girl don't even speak english like are y'all trying to recruit her for a sister wife or y'all trying to recruit her for a maid service because i just don't understand like what this show's about there was another black couple and well, no, there was a black guy who had a white girl and then another white girl was trying to be their sister wife. And they were telling the realtor that like they needed a room with, that could, you know, hold a 23 inch, I mean, 23 foot bed. And cause all of them need to sleep and be comfortable. It, I mean, listen, if you like it, I love it. But if you like it, keep that shit over there. Like I just, I was just sitting there like, this is strange. I'm in a relationship now. I've been in my relationship for almost eight years. And I ain't trying to add nobody to the mix. It's already enough dealing with one other person. You think I want to invite someone else into the thing to be like an everyday addition? Like, nah, 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 That's not happening. That's not happening. One, I'm already too moody, so that's like four people in one. The person I'm with is moody, and he's like four people in one. So, I mean, do what you got to do, but I, uh, yeah, you think I want to add another personalities to that mix definitely not happening but speaking of um old shows well i mean it's not an old show but bel-air <laughs> i can't wait till bel-air comes back i can't wait to see what they do i was just watching a clip on um on youtube of the episode when carlton brought the gun after will got shot like 
And it just reminded me of Bel Air. And so I'm like, I can't wait to see like what new spins they do. I can't wait to see what old spins they try to, you know, rework back into the show and whatnot. So I'm excited to see that. But what are you watching? What are you watching? What do you think about the sister wives thing? Could you could you be on that show? Were you seeking a sister wife? Like, could you be in a, a, a relationship with multiple people? Who are all like they all know about each other y'all all live together y'all raised in the family as a village and doing all that could that be you let me know in the comments let's slide on into the wrap-up well folks it's almost that time for me to get up out of here i gotta have new show ideas that i need to go work on um you know creating hustle a story to tell <sighs> yeah <laughs> those are the shows that i'm rocking out with right now um also i have a couple other shows returning i have a couple other shows that are returning and you know some limited series that i'm working on so big things over here my biggest thing right now is staying focused and pushing past like my lazy moments like that's like my biggest struggle right now um you know i've been working from home low-key before the pandemic like since 2018 i've been working from home and so it's like you know it was cool and fine when I was doing it before everybody else was doing it. And, you know, now that we are coming out this pandemic and we spent almost three years being cooped up and whatnot. Like I like I said, I've been going out to get back into the social aspect of myself because when I came here and I moved here and I joined that membership club, I had just moved here. I hadn't really been nowhere because of COVID. I mean, I was working in the school, but like literally it was only like our classroom in that building. That's it. It wasn't really no other people to socialize with. So I came here and I got into that club and it was just like, eh, I, I don't really feel like talking to nobody. So now that I'm in a better social space, I'm going to get back into this club and start going again and going there during the day to do my thing because I need to see outside thing. Sometimes looking in these walls all day, I just can't. And sometimes the separation of like work and home is hard when you work from home because it's like I sit at this computer all day doing my nine to five. Then I get on my other computer to my left and do the network stuff and recording and all of that. So it's just like I'm constantly sitting in this space, this one little space. And, you know, I just want to change it up and kind of do some things otherwhere, you know, some other things in other places and whatnot. Meet some people, smile in some faces, you know, all of that good jazz. Shake some hands, kiss some babies, you know the vibes. But I really want to thank you to, um, I, I just really want to thank you for, for uh, listening to this show, this network. Like, the other day I realized that, that we put out 500 episodes and so... You know, ever since then, I've just been on my grind trying to, like, be better. Be better than what I've always been. I'm trying to push past and just do better things, like create more, create the things that I'm trying to, you know, the, the things I'm applying for. If I'm not getting them that way, I'm creating my own thing. And, you know, hopefully someone will pay attention and see what I'm doing because I've been doing this for eight years. Someone, someone's got to believe in the kids. So until then, I will continue to keep doing that. And I will continue to keep thanking you for coming back and listening to the show. I mean, some days it's spotty. Some weeks I'm here, some weeks I'm not. But I'm trying to be consistent. And the past three weeks, I've been giving y'all consistency. Consistency. I can't even talk. That's why, that's why you know I got to get up off this mic. But like I said, thank you again for joining me right here on this show. A story to tell. Follow me on the socials. Mushking underscore underscore is where you can find me there. Um... 
And yeah, just be sure to tell your story because you never know who's listening because guess what? Everybody got a story to tell. And that day when that dude came up on the balcony talking about he on the edge, he had a story, but it wasn't going to be in my bathroom. That's for sure. I'm out. This is the CWF Network where we bring you big content in small pieces. Follow us on Instagram at CWFP underscore. Okay, bye.